Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to The Hive. And my name is Robert, and I'm going to be bringing you another devotional. And again, we are bringing these devotionals just a few times a week in order to give you something that hopefully will help you uh, ground yourself and anchor yourself in the scriptures and in God. And hopefully this is just a bit of edifying content for your week, right? So this morning I want to talk about this notion of setting the atmosphere for worship. And that's something that I've been thinking about uh, over the past couple days and something I've been trying to practice myself over the past few weeks, honestly. And just those things that we can do to set an atmosphere of worship and contemplation and reflection and gratitude within our homes, you know, and it's really about changing the way that we perceive things instead of saying that we are on lockdown, which sounds so harsh and negative. I have been trying to change the way that I see my home and not looking at it as this um, prison, uh, so to speak, and seeing it more as this sanctuary of God, if I will be proactive in making it so, right? So setting this atmosphere of worship is important to me personally, and I think it will uplift our hearts. So let's look in John chapter four, and this is a beautiful chapter, and uh, in my opinion, uh, mostly because I love the gospel of John. So let's look in chapter four, And in this chapter, Jesus has come to the woman at the well, right? And so he's interacting with this uh, woman of Samaria, and he's asked her to give him a drink. And there's this interchange that I find so fascinating uh, between the two of them, uh, almost culminating where she says, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. (laughs) And she says uh, in verse 20, our fathers worshiped on this mountain and you Jews say that in Jerusalem is a place where one ought to worship. And Jesus said to her, woman, don't get it twisted. (laughs) That's a Robert translation. No, woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you will neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the father. You worship what you do not know. We know what we worship for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour is coming, and now is, when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth, for the Father is seeking such to worship Him. God is spirit, and those who worship Him must worship in spirit and truth. So, uh, I, I love this exchange as Jesus is declaring this day, this prophetic day where the concern will not be on arguments over geographical locations related to worship. Uh, I find, side note, I find that interesting because there's been um, a lot of dialogue around not being able to be in church during this coronavirus, and some Christians have felt uh, persecuted and attacked in their faith because uh, they feel that the government is picking on them. 
Um, and Jesus is saying, hey, I know what the Samaritans say. I know what the Jews say. But there's coming a day when that's not even going to be relevant. Because those who come to the Father, they're going to be able to worship in spirit and truth. And that's what the Father is seeking. And that's amazing. That is simply amazing. He is uh, taking the lid off of the way that this Samaritan woman has understood God and what he is asking for. And so I think that directly correlates to this morning and, and the word that I wanted to bring to you is just highlighting these are the words of Jesus. And he's telling this woman, hey, there's coming this day. And now we know after the death, burial, resurrection and ascension of our Lord that he has provided this way of access to the Father that is wholly unique (laughs) and it has given us the spirit of Abba dwelling on the inside of us that spirit that cries out that spirit of adoption that spirit that teaches us how to pray that spirit that uh, tells us those things that Jesus did not have time to tell us that comforter that abides with us always, that helper, that paraclete, right? That helps us and in, in that groans within us with groanings and prayers too deep for words. And that's amazing. I mean, we, Jesus has provided that day and yay, there's even a greater day that we will see even a fuller dimension as all of the nations come to the mounts of God and they stream up uh, to... Uh, behold his goodness and uh, and they are taught by the Lord in a unique way that has never happened in history right so um, I have found myself so worshipful over uh, especially this past week I think as some of the anxiety has started to wear away and this new normal has set in and as I have try to remain connected to my brothers and sisters both in their joys and in the pain and in the sorrow I have found myself singing throughout my house I've found myself with a new gratitude Um, a few days ago I just found myself weeping the entire morning as I was reflecting on where I was this time 10 years ago uh, where I was this time 15 years ago when I didn't know the Lord um and uh, I found myself just so in a renewed sense of awe and gratitude. And I think that is available to us in this time. And so uh, I want to give two practicals to set that atmosphere of worship. One is setting aside pockets of time for singing and or reflection. And, you know, we're all at different stages. Some of us have children, some of us don't. But... Um, as I've told you many times on this podcast, uh, the bathroom can be a sanctuary. Um, <laughs> you can steal away with the Lord Jesus for a minute in the bathroom. Um, of course, the kids come knocking depending on the age and they're trying to get in. They're trying to ask you questions. Um, but I digress. Um, but setting aside times of singing and reflection, just small pockets in my day, I might turn on a worship song. Or that I wouldn't usually make that pocket of time because of a busy schedule. 
So now it's almost this discipline that I'm instilling within myself. Um, it's time to sing. It's time to reflect. Um, it's it's time to journal a bit and making uh, increasing pockets for that. And what that is doing for me is it's it's creating this um, almost uh, bubble of gratitude uh, around my heart that is. Uh, able to withstand this crazy time. (laughs) Um, The next thing I would say is setting up my mornings has been key for me. And so the way that I've been doing that is uh, immediately starting with soft piano instrumentals. And doing this has been my active choice to enter into this day in a mellow, relaxed manner. And again, maybe your house is crazy. You can still put these instrumentals on. You can find your favorite ones. I have all kinds, both ones that I've written myself, shout out <laughs> to God and me, <laughs> um, or just turning on YouTube. And what that does is it's my declaration that this house will be worshipful this morning. And I'm not in a rush, Um, even if I am in a rush. um, This is my declaration to say, hey, I want to start from the place of rest and relaxation and calm. And um, doing that morning by morning is starting to, whew, it's starting to transform these mornings. And it's not a miracle working drug, but what it is doing is it's affecting my mind and my emotions and my spirit. Um, just something about hearing soft chords on the piano in the morning. Phew. Yeah. So, so I leave you with those two things and I'm happy to bring this, this word and this notion of uh, setting the atmosphere of worship, both in our homes and in our hearts is especially important in a time of chaos. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We want to point you in the direction of our Student Crisis and Relief Fund. If you're interested in supporting and advocating for Black college students, make sure you check out the website subcultureinc.org backslash studentcrisisrelief. Thank you again.